Okay, so first week of 2023, and today we're going to get hella philosophical. We are chatting about your life's purpose. <laughs> I know that's, yo, that's super fucking heavy, but for real, like, I really want us to think about this. Are you living a purposeful life or are you just strolling through it complacent, unfulfilled, and freaking miserable, right? You're going to want to stay and listen to this episode if you want to find your happiness in living, right? I want us to walk into 2023 having an idea, looking into what is our life's purpose, like how are we going to feel fulfilled this year and make moves towards that. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rethinking with Rosalba podcast, a motivation for personal growth podcast. You're going to be learning how to master your mindset and shift your focus to prioritize your happiness and emotional well-being. I'm going to help you unlearn limiting beliefs and rethink your approach to personal growth and development. Whether you're just starting your journey towards self-improvement or you're looking to take your personal growth to that next level, this podcast has something for everyone. So join me on the path to becoming the best version of yourself. Okay, so what is Ikigai? Um, We're going to be taking a look at this Japanese concept called Ikigai. It's a framework that actually helps you find your reason for being, like basically living a purposeful life. I just finished reading the book on it. I've actually been familiar with this term for a while through like other books that mentioned it and even some podcasts I listened to. But this time I read the damn thing and wowza. (laughs) This really is a heavy concept. I mean, literally, it's like digging deep into what is your reason for living? Like that's like just such a existential, crazy kind of thought process. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about how to find our ikigai, right? But I want to explain, like, why would you want to find it, right? Many of us, listen, we run through life feeling lost, feeling overwhelmed. Some of us are fucking miserable. Some of us are lacking motivation. Many of us are lacking passion. Or we're just like unsure of what the hell we're supposed to be doing. I think the pandemic did this for for a lot of us. Like remember the whole great resignation? Like people were just quitting left and right because they were like, what am I doing? I'm like doing this job that makes me fucking unhappy. Like I'm I'm unhappy. You saw a high divorce rate during the pandemic. You saw people quitting. Why? Because it gave us time to reflect and realize like, um, excuse me, I'm miserable or I'm overwhelmed or I don't like have a passion for this, right? It definitely left many of us like confused, like, okay, well, what's my next step? Like, I don't know what I should be doing, but I don't want to do this. Many of us haven't even sorted this out because we haven't found our icky guy. Apparently, according to this book, like everyone has one. It's about finding what makes your life worthwhile, right? I'm not saying your life isn't worthwhile, like your life doesn't mean crap. Like I don't need anybody depressed after this and feeling like I'm saying like, who are you? Like, why are you here? But I want you to reflect on that. Like, who are you and what is your purpose, right? Like the life that we are living, it should be in bliss. 
we should be finding that thing that sets our fucking hearts on fire, right? I mean, just straight up ask yourself, is your heart on fire? Like legit, like ask yourself. We should be having a reason to get out of bed, not just to like clock into work or like, oh, I got to get up to feed the kids. No, there should be something that's getting us out of bed because like we want to because it makes us feel alive. Like, isn't that the fucking goal? And listen, I know that some of you are probably like, okay, Hrasalba, Okay, this is a freaking fairy tale. Like, take it easy. You're being like positive poly, and this is like toxic positivity. But no, this is like legit. Like, research has been done on this. People have found this to be like a legitimate thing. The whole premise of the book, and I highly recommend everybody reads this book. And if you're not a reader, audio book this shit. But the whole premise of it was that there was a study done of some people in. Okinawa, I think I'm, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing that, Japan, just correct me if I'm wrong, someone on social, because I'm sure you will, but, um, so there was a study done in this section of Japan on, on people who were, they were actually the longest living people on earth, and they did this study to be like, uh, like, what, how, like, what is this, like, how did this come to be, and what they found with these people is that, I mean, there were a couple things that they found, but some of it was that, These people stay healthy, they stay active, they have like a super strong sense of community. And get this, they don't fucking retire. Like legit, they don't retire. (laughs) They choose not to because they're actually happy with what they fucking do. And this is their code. Like this is the code that they live by. And all right. I know you're listening to this and you're like, girl, I've been counting down the years until I retire. Like, I want to retire. I, this doesn't sound appealing to me to not retire. So let's just take retirement out of the way and let's just focus on happiness, right? Going back to like, are you just running through the motions or do you want to actually be happy? All right, so let's get into how you find your icky guy. Now, this is going to get a little complicated because it's kind of like a visual thing. But in the show notes, I'm going to provide like a template you can use because it's better to kind of see it than hear it, I assume. Um, But I'm going to give it a go. Like, listen, we can design our lives. And yes, we do have the power to design our lives. We can design our lives around this idea so that you'll be happier, healthier, and even wealthier, believe it or not. Okay, so let me go through all the components. I'm going to describe everything. But again, like download the template because it's easier to kind of like see. All right. There are four components that all intersect. So I want you to think of like a Venn diagram, but instead of like two circles, right, there's going to be four circles. And these are called your four circles of purpose. And there are questions that you're going to ask yourself for each of the circles. Right. And again, because it's kind of like a Venn diagram, um, they overlap. So the overlapping areas actually have meanings as well, and we'll get into that. So anyways, let's just write down circle number one, right? Here's what you're going to ask yourself in circle number one that I want you to write down, right? And write down a, a buttload of things, like not just one thing. In the first circle, write down what you love. What do you love to do? Write down, come on, write down a bunch of things, right? This sounds easy enough, but it's actually like, kind of not easy so really really think about this question like what do you love to do 
All right, second circle, write down what the world needs. And don't put some generic shit that you feel you should be writing down. Like, don't make this a societal, like, if I don't write this down, I'm a bad person. No, no, no. Write down a buttload of things of what you think, personally, what you think the world needs right now, okay? Again, write down a ton of stuff. All right, third circle, write down what you could be paid for. Now, I personally find this circle a little tougher because as a former teacher, it's hard to imagine yourself as anything but an educator and being paid just for that. So, and I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later. This one's a little tricky. Maybe save this for last if you need to, but the goal is ask yourself, what are some things that you could be paid for? Okay, fourth circle, last circle. Write down what are you good at or what are you great at? And notice this is actually different than what do you love to do. Let me give you an example. I'm great at organizing because I'm kind of like a minimalist, but so I'm great at that. Like I'm, I'm the bomb at organizing shit. But I don't love, <laughs> I don't love organizing other people's clutter if they're living like they're on the show Hoarders. Like that gives me anxiety. So I am great at organizing, dope at it, but I do not love organizing other people's clutter. Like you clean up your own shit. That's just my feeling on it. So these are two separate different things, okay? What are you good at or great at? And what do you love? Those are two separate circles because they mean two separate things, okay? So take some time to think about these things. Write down anything that comes to mind for each of these sections. And then once you do that, you're gonna take a look at where the sections connect. Because like I said, where they overlap, it means something. So when what you love and what the world needs connect, that's called your mission. And when what the world needs and what you could be paid for connect, that's your vocation. And when what you could be paid for and what you're good at or great at intersect, that's your profession. And when what you're good at and what you love intersect, that's your passion. So you should have a ton of answers in each circle, but what I want you to be doing is looking for like similar answers that are around each of the sections. Let me give you an example of this because I I wanna explain like how mine worked out. I was a teacher, literally I talk about this all the time. I loved what I did. And it was something that, and it's still something, that I think the world needs, right? That's my opinion. I think education is important. And I loved teaching. But it felt like I wasn't getting paid enough for what I did, right? Like I was spending so much money on classroom materials on on the students because, because it's what they needed, right? But then it's like teachers get paid so shitty. So what I loved and what I think the world needed didn't align with like how much I felt I was worth or should be paid for. The circles didn't align. So what was that doing? 
that was having me feel, well, not only broke, <laughs> but it was having me feel like unfulfilled. And listen, I, I work with teachers all the time and I can I can tell you this honestly, like some teachers at this point, they don't even feel like they're doing meaningful work anymore. So for me, being a classroom teacher was not setting my heart on fire anymore. Did I love it? Yeah. Do I think the world needs fucking education and fun education and inspiring education? Yeah, but it wasn't setting my heart on fire because the other areas, I mean, I was great at it too, but there was just one area that just, it lacked for me, right? And it had me make some changes into what I felt my career path should be. And with that being said, it's really important to know that sometimes your ikigai changes. I'm sure if I filled this out in the beginning of my teaching career, the answers would have been totally different. And I'm like, oh, this is my life's purpose. And it was for a while. It just changed along the way when I realized my worth and my value, right? And and listen, a lot of teachers are rolling through it right now. Well, not even right now, but for the longest time, not feeling valued. I, they don't. You're doing this thing because you believe in it. You're walking into this space because you believe in it, but you don't feel valued. So what's the point of waking up every day, clocking in when you know you're just, you're getting like dumped on, you're getting low self-esteem, your confidence is going to shit. Like there's negative things to this. And this doesn't apply to every teacher. I'm just mentioning, you know, my, my view on it and what I have experienced with it. But I do know that some teachers, we've had conversations, especially clients, where they feel the same way. Okay, so I do want to put a disclaimer on this whole ikigai thing because as I was studying this outside of the book that I read, I came across something that was mentioned and I just kind of want to put this as a disclaimer because I always want to provide you like research and facts, but sometimes things out there, I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know what this means. This is like contradictory. Uh, one thing that I came across, and it was only one source, um, that I came across. It said that this ikigai thing is a is a westernized version of ikigai. So this one source that I came across said that the Japanese term actually has no relation to money or what you're good at or even the world. Um, this source said that it actually relates to your passions, your memories, your dreams, and what makes your life more enjoyable which is kind of like what we're trying to get at. So I don't know, who knows? But if we're following the westernized version, it's helped a lot of people with finding their life's purpose. So, you know, go with it. But just know that's a little disclaimer. Okay, let's get back to it. I really want you to keep this in mind. Some people make it through their whole life, right? And don't know what their life's purpose is. And honestly, like, I find that kind of sad. And I was there too. So I'm not like looking down on anybody. Like I literally can relate to this. I fucking ran through it where I was like, if I'm not a teacher, then who the fuck am I? Like, what, what am I supposed to be doing? And the thing is like, I blame it on, I don't know, like societal norms, right? Because think about growing up. I don't know about you Gen Zers, but like millennials for sure. Like think about what it was like growing up. You were like supposed to be one of these like main professions. It was either a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer, like, you know, the like the main ones, right? That's that's what we were taught. That's what our parents were like pushing us to strive for. And we need to like unlearn that theory. It's outdated. There are jobs out there today that 
oh my God, we would have never thought that they would have existed. Like, I'm sorry, but I was born in the in the 1980s, right? Would I ever in my life think that there would be a job as a social media manager? No, <laughs> like no, right? So I think we get caught up on what we think our careers should be. And we're kind of boxing ourselves in and then we're miserable. So I want us to rethink what we want our lives to be. Because remember, you are the creator of your life. Like you can take action and dictate how this thing rolls, right? You know me, I have a whole mindset. I've said this like a billion times everywhere. I have this whole mindset on like we're a fucking miracle. Like we are freaking miracles. To be on this floating rock right now, right? Out in the universe, like just randomly, it's fucking beautiful. And just like take a second to think about that. Like, damn, you are like existing. Like that's dope, you know? Like, oh, it's just like amazing if you think about like this tiny aspect of this grand thing that we're in, you know? I know that's like very like hippie or whatever, like I I don't know. It's just my mindset around it. And, you know, with this episode, I I don't want people to think that I'm trying to tell everyone, okay, you need to be this like grandiose thing, right? In order for your life to have any meaning. Like you need to be this, this, this fucking superhuman being, right? No, that's not what I'm saying. It's like actually the opposite of that. What I am trying to say is that we got we got like just one shot at this thing called life. We should be using our time to be fucking happy, right? Like, isn't that the goal? Isn't that, if we only have one shot at this, unless you believe in reincarnation, if we only have this this one shot, however many years we get, 40, 80, whatever it is, shouldn't our days be filled with happiness? Like, do you really wanna stroll through this thing Like I mentioned before, overwhelmed, lost, miserable, just lacking motivation, lacking passion. Like, is that really how you want to roll through this thing? Nah, I don't think so. (laughs) I really don't think that you do. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you know, whenever you get a chance, you download this Ikigai thing and you figure out like what your life's purpose is is supposed to be. And I don't know what that's going to look like for you or what that's going to be for you, but what I do know is that if we put some work around this, we will find our happiness. It may take a hot second, but you will find the thing that sets your heart on fire, right? That's what we want. We want to wake up and it's not to say that life's not going to kind of get in our way and give us this shitty moments and we have to kind of like persevere through them. Like life is life, so that's going to happen. But for the majority of it, right, I want you and I hope you get to wake up with that passion, with that fire in your heart, with that motivation, with that with love, with happiness. Like you're a fucking miracle. You're dope. So go after it, right? Get that shit. 
Well, that's a wrap from me. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Rethinking with Rosalba. If you learn anything from this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a buddy, a friend, like spread the love. And don't forget to follow my show so you never miss out on one of the latest episodes. All right, guys, catch you later.